Bang bang! Are you tired of being a poor cunt, bruh? Get your money up. Join Bet with Joel. Go to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Follow the system and win some money. That's all there is to it. All right. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty or go to welcome to the potty Instagram and the link is in the bio. All right, and to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Get your money up, Duke. You want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Once you've joined Bet with Joel and got your money up, go to, go to welcometothepotty.com slash store. Buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Butter soft, slips on like, like silk, but it's cotton. All right. Put, um, put that shit on, earn yourself 10 extra swag points, get some more bitches, do what you got to do, bruh. 50% of all proceeds this month are going to the South Australian Country Fire Service who are helping out with these bushfires, man. And if you don't want to, if you can't afford yourself a, uh, welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt, you just need to donate something to somewhere, you know, just do what you got to do. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, oh, no, no. welcome, baby. Welcome to Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay trying to get a the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems. Aka the milkman. Cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PR podcast and the captain. The goddamn feisty one, you know? Me and Rachel were telling you about how we had uh, Stephen Ash's 30th birthday on Saturday, which was a fun time for all, for most, you know? Until you just have that one too many drinks and it all goes pear-shaped. And that what that's what happened, bro. Me and Rachel, we had a little bit of a uh, domestic... A little bit of a disagreement. A few too many beers, you lose, you lose, you lose all emotional regulation. And it all just, it all just unravels, and that's what happened. Are we okay? Yes. Um, just an argument, I guess. But probably just, um, probably could get away with just drinking with the boys or something like that instead. From now on, I don't know. Or just. Getting our goddamn shit together, I guess. There's been added stress in in the house. So, you know, there's all types of excuses and things you can make up. But it was un- unnecessary. Just wait, you know, just standing around waiting for my song to come on at the karaoke bar, you know. And, sh- and shit, pr- shit hits the proverbial fan, you know. But it is what it is, man. We wake up. We sort it out. And we traveled to the to McLaren Vale, man. And I was worried because of these fires, the aforementioned fires. Um, but McLaren Vale still seems reasonably safe, man. So we went to Pizza Tekka, some some delicious pizza um, down there. So uh, you know they 
they are not a sponsor of the show as much as you know that that could be a nice little partnership they're not a sponsor of the show but that's where we were i'm just telling you where we were we were at pizza taker for lunch on sunday beautiful times um and yeah we'll get to the fires though we will get to the fires man but i had my first gig in no i I guess you can call it a gig. It was an open mic last night, Monday night. Um, so I, I had that in like my first first one in three weeks. First time with a microphone in my hand. Well, apart from the potty, of course. Um, and it honestly, dude, it felt like um, it felt like maybe the first game of a season or something where you just you're just a little bit unsure of yourself. Like you've been working, but you haven't really been playing. Like you've been working on your game and shit, you've been practicing and all that, but you haven't really had a good crack at it. So you got those extra nerves. I always had a few extra nerves at the first game of the season. And um that's how I felt last night, bro. Three weeks off, and I just felt nervous, bro. But I'll tell you what, I did a tight five, it went went over reasonably well. Um, the crowd wasn't too bad there. Um, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe I'm overestimating it, but it felt like probably about 30 people. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Sorry. And that, that gap, that's me reading a text, a text that wasn't even important, but you know, our relationship, that's what it is here at the welcome to the potty podcast. I can read a text while, while you guys listen to me talking. It's, it's all good. You guys understand me, I understand you. It is what it is. Um, so that was, yeah, I got through that. Um, left a little bit early. I was a little bit tired and probably like emotionally drained after the weekend. Um, so we got through We got through that. Rachel came as well with me, which was nice. A little bit of support for the old anxiety flaring up. I talked to uh, another local comedian, Zach Watson. He's a bit of a veteran in the game, but he's got a fringe show coming up, uh, I think, from the 19th of the 23rd, no, 19th to the 23rd of February. It's called All Growed Up in the Adelaide Fringe. Uh, it's in Hell's Kitchen, which is, um, it's a, uh, like the basement of Rhino Room, I think, Um so if you guys want to come along to that, look that up in the fringe guide. Zachary Watson, Zach Watson, all growed up. I will be opening for him on the 21st of February. I'll be opening. There'll be no other openers. I'll be the only opener um, well, for that day. I guess he's doing dates from the 19th to 23rd. So there'll be a different opener every day or something maybe. But um, huge opportunity uh, for me. I'm very grateful for it. So I'll be opening for a fringe show this year. So think about that. Um, I've been doing this shit for four months, maybe, and someone's given me this opportunity, um, you know, risking it a little bit uh, with, you know, this is his show. He doesn't need to do this shit for me. So um, I'm very grateful for the opportunity, very excited and um, going to make the most of of the opportunity. So if you guys want to come out and see me at a fringe show, that's 21st of the 2nd. I think it's 9.45 p.m. It's a Friday night. Um and, uh, you know, we can get some beers afterwards or do whatever, man. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. You know, very excited. We lit. Um, what else? What else? Oh, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, 
um, the the 9th of January, I have my first ever raw competition heat. Um, you know, I, it's a bit weird comedy contest. Um, I kind of like going up and focusing on myself um, and not focusing on everybody else and shit. So I'm just, I guess I'll use it as just another gig. If I get through the heat and get to the uh, state final, that would be pretty, pretty dope. I'm trying not to expect too much, you know, at this very, very early stage in my comedy career, but, um, you know, got to be in it to win it. Um, so if anyone wants to come along, um, DM me on my Instagram or on the welcome to the potty Instagram and just ask me for the, the link for tickets. Um, because it's a, it's not a unit. It's not a very um, easy link. I'd, I'd have to say all these numbers and shit. So it's easier if I send you the link. Tickets are fifteen bucks. Um, I don't know how many are sold already, um, but apparently it it sells. It does sell out. So it's probably better to buy the tickets online than it is at the door. So yeah, if you are interested in coming to that, that's on this Thursday, the seventeenth of January. No, sorry, um, the uh, the ninth of January. This Thursday, the 9th of January. Um, would love as much support as I can get for it, to be honest. This is, I guess this is, uh, reasonably high stakes. So yeah. Um, I guess I'll explain the competition a bit more. So raw comedy, um, there's, I think there's four, four or six heats or something. Um, this month they take one person from each heat. Uh, I think there are a couple of wild cards as well, which, um, is where I think I would hope to fit in. There are some reasonable comics comics that are going to be in this competition. So, and I do know that there are a couple reasonable ones in my heat, which is a little bit, it's not disappointing. It means I've got to bring my A game, but, um, you know, makes it, makes it tough. But um, yeah, there's all these heats. They pick somebody from each heat and then there's a national, uh, state final. The winner of the state final then goes ahead to the um, the Melbourne Comedy Festival for the national final, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not expecting anything in terms of that. You get to sign up for this competition for three years. So um, this will be a good taste for me. Um, and uh, maybe next year I'll raise my expectations a bit. But hey, if I can, if I can, you know, get a bit of traction going and you know, tell my story, um, at this thing, I think, you know, think I'll be all right, but we'll just, we'll just see what happens, man. I'm very nervous about it. I haven't been, you know, this nervous about anything since, um, oh man, probably, oh, well, you know, yes, I have been this nervous, but, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I'm pretty nervous, man. Pretty nervous about it. So if, yeah, please, please come along. Hit me up if you um, want the link for the tickets. Can I get you free tickets? Absolutely not. I've got no pull in this game. So um, yeah, hit me up and I'll give you the link. It's $15 anyway. Like, give me a break. You don't fucking need a free ticket. Um, uh, Then what else? On the 17th, which I think is next week, next Friday, I have an audition with the producers of Australia's Got Talent, man. Um, they saw me do a set at the Cranker a couple of months ago, Crown and Anchor. Um, that's Tuesday nights, Cranker comedy. 
Um, they saw me do a set there, uh, liked me and told me they wanted to, wanted me to come and audition in front of their producers, which I think is going to be fucking weird, man. Cause that is going to literally be like, um, what do you call it? Like just me, just me dude in a room with lights on and I'm just going to be talking to five producers or I don't know. I don't know how many producers, but just a panel. Uh, and I feel like they're going to not laugh at me and they're going to look down and take notes and things like this. And, uh, that gives me anxiety, but we fucking, we just keep, we just keep pushing forward, bruh. You know? Um, and that's pretty much the, the comedy updates, man. Um, is my energy, I think my energy is a bit low. I think I'm a bit tired. I did sleep like shit last night, bro. I need some of that erotic hypnosis or whatever the fuck that shit is. And, um, have you heard about that shit? Hold on. Let's fucking erotic hypnosis. Let's Google that and see if there's any videos on this shit. This shit is so fucking crazy, bro. Um, videos. Erotic hypnosis. That's a four minute clip. Let's just have a, a quick look at this. Get my free. What's this say? Yeah, this is going to go to a. Um... <laughs> Hold on. This is this already looks crazy. I, I don't even know why I said it, but now we're into a video and I just need to change the sound settings here to have it come through. Um the recording thing here instead of through the speakers. Let's have another crack here and just see what, let's just, the mind, the mind vana or mind vana method, how to use erotic hypnosis to get love, loyalty and ride or die devotion. Now that's not what I'm talking about. Um, let's just have a, let's just have a quick look at this video. Do you think it's possible for a woman to have an orgasm without having her genitals touched? No. Most women don't think it's possible until they've had the experience. I want to hear you. Come for me now. That's right. <sighs> Let it out. Come for me now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Want to have sex with them? A woman's vagina opens up like a flower after like 30 minutes. Of I don't know uh, why so in vagina monologues so usually they say it just keeps building. Opens up like a flower. Come for me. Come for me, let it out. Let those sounds out. Come for me. Come for me, let it out. Come on. I want to hear you. Come for me now. Let it out. Come for me now. So hard though. Hold up. That's right. Stronger. Yeah, squeeze the green. That's taking me to for sure. Let's. Let's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what other videos, you know, there really are on it. I've never, I think I've just heard about it or maybe that's not even what I heard about. Um, orgasmic meditation or something like that. Something. Hold on. Let's just look that up. Meditation. Um, 
let's let's just have a look at this real quick. This is just so weird. We're going down rabbit holes today, you guys. It's all these musical clips. Not really sure about. Just having emotions. They're able to connect and be intimate with people than I was before. As as men in this world, we're kind of taught not to feel. Just having emotions is a sign of weakness. And now emotions make just as much sense sense to me as logic does. Before Ohm, I had good relationships and I had pretty good sex, but there was kind of a predictability to it. And what I really wanted was the dynamicism that Ohm brought. I remember my first Ohm, it felt like surfing. It was like there was ups and downs and peaks and valleys, and I was like, wow, this is the excitement I was looking for. Yuck, I feel embarrassed for this lady. Say orgasm. Um, so I guess this guy comes over wearing gloves and lubes up his gloves and then does his does his thing for her and she does that and that's that's now opened her up for better relationships and that sounds like someone's been that does sound like someone's been hypnotized or fucking whatever what is it what's that brainwashed anyway um I got a message today on my personal uh, Instagram account. Claytron23, I got a message. Um, you know what? I'll read it out loud because um, it was, I don't know, infuriating to say the least. Um, what we got here? So you're the only per. This is from. So this is from an, a girl in New Jersey, right? Um, I do know her, uh, and. She just got mad at me or something, I guess, for posting Clay's reviews and not posting about the fire. Let me tell you this. These bushfires are tragic and no one wants them around. No one wants this to be happening to the country. Um, but posting about it's not going to do shit. We're all aware. We all understand. Yes, um, I have a a reasonable reach through the welcome to the potty podcast through, through Clay's reviews and all this. Yes. Um, am I doing something actively? Yeah. You buy a t-shirt five, uh, 50% of all the proceeds will be going to the CFS, the South Australian CFS. All right. Have I donated cold hard cash myself without, without, uh, using the business account? Yes, absolutely. Do I feel a need? to post my tax invoice or anything like that um, to let you know that I did it. No, I don't. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This girl got mad at me for uh, for not, for, for, for posting, a, I, po I posted a, you know, close reviews. I do them all the time. This is what she writes. So you're the only person I know from Australia and I'm just wondering how it's going. Seems nice enough to start, but let's keep, let's keep going. I mean, the fact that you're posting movie reviews and haven't mentioned the fires once gives me hope, but seeing photos of animals fleeing is really discouraging. Kay? Kay? I mean... I mean... Shit. What do you, what do you want, man? What do you want? 
you want me to post the same, you know, pictures that I'm seeing. Like, it's all I'm seeing. It's all I'm seeing on there, you know? So I can only assume that's all you're seeing. And just because you're the only, I'm the, I'm the only Australian that you know, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's post and shit. Um, well, you know, it's just everyone knows what's going on. I knew what was going on in California. And by the way, I didn't see you post shit about that when that was burning. So I, I don't know. I, I, I just do. I don't know. Um, but uh, I also don't give a fuck what you think. And we're going to go into some close reviews right about now. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Alright, so um, Sunday night when we're, you know, on the back end of a, you know, a little, little bit of nastiness, we decided that we would watch, um, you know, something lighthearted called Blockers. Uh, and there's a picture of a rooster before the word blockers. So I don't know if it's called cock blockers or if it's just called blockers, but I'm calling it blockers. It's got um, uh, John Cena. Um, it's got uh, Leslie Mann. And it's got the dude that I know mostly from uh, the Mindy Project. And uh, it's got three young actresses in it. And... You know, it was pretty funny. There was actually some moments. It's about uh, these three girls that end up having a sex pact. They want to have sex at their prom before they go to college. Um, And uh, the parents find out and they're like trying to stop it from happening. And then the parents learn about themselves while the children learn about themselves. And it's all, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but it's funny. Um, And is it the best movie I've ever seen? Absolutely not. Will I watch it again? You know, it's a chance, it's a chance, um, when, uh, I would say if, if I had free, if I ever used free to air TV and it was on, I might keep it on. Um, if Rachel and I were to break up maybe and, um, you know, like as a, you know, put that on as a date movie, but I don't see that happening. So it would have to be, uh, free to air TV one day. Um, and maybe I keep it on, but will I select it again? Probably not. Um, do I recommend it now? Probably recommend it if you're on, you know, a little Netflix chill type of night, maybe that could be something, but there's definitely better things that you could watch. But if you definitely don't, if you're trying to, you know, get, you know, get a little bit of affection cracking and you don't really, you, you don't mind missing the movie, then, um, blockers would be the movie to miss, you know? So, uh, I'm giving it a six because there were, dude, it got me, it got me laughing pretty hard a couple of times. I probably still had some alcohol in me, but I was laughing. I was proper laughing a couple of times. So, um, six out of 10 for blockers and, um, yeah, shout out to anybody who's got a problem with close reviews. Um, we've also got baby mama. Now I've watched this before, never reviewed it. So reviewing it now, um, it is, um, Tina Fey. And the woman that plays Leslie Nope on Parks and Rec. Um, oh, mental blank. Well, I, I just, I'm just seeing Leslie Nope in my head. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see if it comes to me later. But um, it's about 
Tina Fey is a single lady that wants to have a baby. Um, she's been focusing on her career and this is the only way she can have a baby. Um, the waiting list for adoption is like five years. So she goes surrogacy. Um, and, you know, of course, of course, there's a whole bunch of fuckery that comes with it. Uh, I think Tina Fey is a phenomenal writer and I think she was one of the writers of this film. Um, do I think it was the best content? No. Do I think it was executed in the best way? I don't think we will ever know because I don't think the content was good enough. Um, was it funny? Yeah, I laughed at this one too. I did fall asleep at the end of it. I was tired, but I also didn't give a fuck. Um, so that's also a six, a six out of 10. So that's two sixes. Both of those films were on Netflix. The next um, show series that I'm about to review is a complete series. It got canceled. It's never going, you're never going to see another season again. It's called I'm Dying Up Here. It's on Stan. I believe it's a Showtime show. Um, uh, and it is based on the comedy store in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, um, Los Angeles, um, loosely based on that sort of thing. Uh, Jim Carrey was the EP of the show. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know why it got canceled. I loved it. I, I could have watched 10 seasons of it, to be honest. Um, but the two seasons that are available, uh, I definitely recommend, um, it's pretty dark. It's, you know, it's based on the comedy store, but it's not based around so much of the comedy. It's uh, very dark. There's drugs, there's sex, there's, um, uh, death, um, racism, uh, you know, discuss, you know, sexuality, discovering sexuality and, um, you know, financial concerns. It's all, there's a lot of darkness. It's the dark world of, it's what, you know, what you got to ride through to find success. And, um, is, was it inspiring to me? Yeah. Even though a lot of these people weren't happy in this show, um, they were grinding out for their dreams, man. And I'm, that's what I'm trying to do right now, man. So I loved it. I loved it. Um, similar reasons to why I love Dolomite. Um, but I gave this an eight out of 10, eight out of 10 on Stan. Um, so consider that, um, yeah, shit. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's get into, into the news. So these fires, all right, these fires that, you know, some people want to get mad at me about, even though, you know, I didn't start the motherfuckers and, um, you know, so Clay's Reviews is my job. Um, you know, doing doing social media posts on the fires, not so much is my job. But hey, it is what it is, bro. You mad? I'm still doing Clay's Reviews. They still got done. You know, we got two sixes and an eight today, but now we're on the fires. Jacinda Ardern. Um, now she's doing things. And you would think, you would think that she is the Prime Minister of Australia, but she's not. She's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Uh, and she's doing things because Scott Morrison, our prime minister is not, uh, he's doing fuck all. He's gone around and started shaking people's hands or something. Um, he's sending money to, to Mars or something to trying to get things to land on Mars, but he's not, you know, 
putting any money into this this bushfire relief. Um, you know, he's a real cocksucker. Um, I don't remember who I voted for because I hated them both. I hated him and Abbott, so I, I don't even remember who I voted for, but uh, it would have been wrong either way. But Jacinda Ardern uh, has been sending in firefighters on rotation and ha- has now started sending in um, New Zealand Defence Force members to assist with fighting these fires, um, which I'm not really seeing in the media. I actually saw it from I went I, I was deep in Twitter and I got I got into a lot of New Zealand tweets um, which were talking about it. I, I haven't seen it in Australian media at all, so I don't know what that's about. Um, I have read that the wind and heat temperatures are an issue and that this this thing could be burning for another two months. Um, so like I said, man, if you don't want a t-shirt, I don't give a fuck. Whether you want one or not, whether you get one or not, I'm going to be donating my money to the CFS to help them out. You can donate to the Red Cross, um, you know, koalas, kangaroos, sanctuaries, um, firefighting services, um, there's a million things that you could donate to. Just donate to something. Anything over $5 is tax deductible. Donate to something, man. 8.4 million hectares of land has been burnt. And I don't really know how big one hectare is, but like hec- hectare sounds a little bit like hectic. So it sounds like that's a lot of land, bro. Heck, heck, heckers, bro. You know, heckers. So... Just donate something, man. If you don't have much, man, donate donate not much. You know? Bet with Joel's telling all his members to donate one unit of his bankroll. You know, instead of maybe losing that unit on a stupid bet, donate that unit. Just pull out one unit and donate that to the cause, man. Um we what else? Um, yeah, anything, just anything you can, I don't know. You can, some people are collecting like blankets and, uh, tin foods and stuff like that. They, um, to, so they can drive it over to, uh, kangaroo Island and things like this to, to help out. So you, you, sometimes you can even donate like a can of baked beans and that's still something that is still something. donate something, bruh. All right. It's hackers out there. It's 8.4 million hackers, dude. So, so just do something. All right. And let me tell you this, regardless of whether I do close of views or not, I'm doing something. So I'm allowed to do close of views. You understand? She obviously got on my skin. Bitch. I haven't talked to her in fucking six years or some shit. Maybe longer. Once I start getting mad and shit, the fuck out of here. Um, Golden Globes. Um, now I'm not going to go through all the winners, uh, but I'll tell you this, uh, best actor went to Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, best actor in a supporting role, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, best screenplay, I believe went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, who else will win this? Seems sexist that I didn't announce any female, like the actresses, you know? 
And by the way, this changing, this all these nonsense about let's change it to best actor is, is um, between women and men. Hey, let's be real. That's that's not going to make sense because we're going to overcorrect and only give it to women, okay, or trans people or whatever. Let's just have best actor men. Best actress, female. And if you want to keep being, if you don't want to be called actress anymore, that's fine. We can do best actor, male, best actor, female, and best actor, fucking the rest or whatever, you know? Um, you know, best actor, not nondescript or some shit, you know? It's, wild. it's just so wild. Just, do you want, do you want, you guys want statues so bad, but you want to make less available just for the point of this, just swinging this pendulum back further. Come on, dude, relax. Um, but yeah, I did forget who the female actresses were that won things. Uh, Patricia Arquette won, but that was for a TV show. Um, I think that girl that's in that movie rough night that I just reviewed. Um, I forget Kate McKinnon. I think she won something. She was talking about how, you know, Ellen becoming gay. I mean, you know, coming out open doors to all, like all gay people or something like, you know, it's yeah. Boohoo dude. I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel sorry for actors or actresses or whatever. And I don't expect, you know, as, as a comedian, I'm only an up and coming comedian and I still don't expect anybody to feel sorry for me because I'm not getting paid for it. And when I am getting paid for it, I sure as hell don't expect people to listen to my sob story about it, you know? You know, oh, I had to have, you know, spaghetti on toast every night. Who gives a fuck? Spaghetti on toast is actually delicious. Actually, anything on toast is delicious, dude. As long as the bread is buttered. Um, so, I'm just, I'm, dude, I'm just so over all this politically correct shit, dude. You know? Just relax, man. So much more going on. Like, yes, like these fires are going on and we're worried. About, yeah, I don't know if this is in my favor or not. But yeah, we're, we're worried about, you know, genitals when there's countries burning. And that's, I don't think that's an issue. If I if I post a closure view, I don't think that's an issue because I wasn't complaining about, you know, oh, no one cares about my reviews because I'm black. Dude, their country's burning. And you're talking about movie reviews, bro? Do you know what I mean? Elite, like, I wasn't complaining. These people complaining about, oh, make sure you vote because my people are Democrats and the Republicans are in and it makes me sad. And that's what Ricky Gervais was talking about, dude. Dude, Ricky Gervais went out there and he was savage. Let's, hold on, let's, let's go and just... Instead of me explaining, let me just uh, uh, find like best of Ricky Gervais Golden Globes 2020 um, videos. Let's see if there's like a best of is it seven minute speech. Dude, and also whoever, no, first let's just... Most jaw-dropping moments from Golden Globes. Let's see what this, this is. Just going to be like fashion or some gay shit, dude. And yeah, does your like, energy? I can say gay shit. Um, 
Dude, we don't play ads here at the Wellingford Potty Podcast, you know. All right. Here he goes. Greta Thunberg. So, if you win... Right, go back. Here we go. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So... That's him talking about actors and actresses and how they, you know, they go up there and they do all their political, you know, call to action and all this. And he's like, you don't know shit and you're not qualified. So, yeah, that's what he's saying. If you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God and f*** off. On Twitter in Canada, Ricky is the most tweeted about celeb of the night. Thanks to that shocking monologue. Today, Ricky says on Twitter, thanks for all your amazing comments about my Golden Globes monologue. Best hoping. reaction ever, and that means a lot to me. But check out the reactions from the crowd, especially Tom Hanks, whose squirmish face gets jiffed. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. And unfortunately, <laughs> right after that, and that's the you know that's the point. And I would have I would have played more, except this has some lady, you know, sort of talking about it. But yeah, he just went in on everything. He made his, a joke about uh, Epstein. He said Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, and then everyone like groaned, and he was just like, "Oh no, he was your friend." But like, you know, whatever. He just he just went in. He just went in. Um, he started talking about. Um, what's his name? Wine, Weinstein, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Um, uh, oh, what was he talking about? Um, something where you just, oh, he was talking about Bird Box, that movie Bird Box on Netflix, where, um, everybody made it through by, you know, being blind and not being able to see anything. And, um, and he, and he said, sort of like working for Jeffrey Epstein. And everyone sort of groaned again. And he was like, I didn't do it. You did it. You know? So, um, yeah, that's what, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. Is this, that, that business is pretty phony baloney, you know? And um, he just was calling them all out. And then there's all these bitches on, you know, the New York Times and shit writing about him today. About like how he overshadowed the successes of all everybody. Just shut the fuck. You know? Give us a fuck, bro. It's hackers out here. 8.4 million hackers. We're worried about what Ricky Gervais is saying about actors, bro. Actors. You talking about actors? Come on. It's 8.4 million hackers, bro. Donate something. Donate something. You know what it is, bro. It's welcome to the potty. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate and review us five stars. If you know any single parents that can use some help, man, that's what that's what we're here for. We're also here for this fire relief effort, regardless of what bitches are going to send me on Instagram, dude. You want to buy a t-shirt? 50%, 50% of that t-shirt, the, the, the funds is going to the CFS. If you don't want to buy it, that's fine. But... Use the money to donate to the CFS. That's what I'm doing. All right. And you know, I hope you know. As always, on a Wednesday, I hope it's I hope it's payday for you, or I hope it's coming up. And um, when it does come up, just donate something, bro. Eight point four million hackers, bro. Think about it. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, 
love you, man. And remember to love yourselves, man. This is Welcome to the Potty, and as always, bung bung.